Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true, and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. We've been following the life of King David, and in our last episode, we learned that God made a covenant with David. God promised David that his kingdom would last forever. This was a promise that pointed to the coming Messiah, King Jesus, who would one day in the future be born from the family of David. Now, do you remember what the word covenant means? To make a covenant is to make an agreement or a promise. Do you remember King Saul's son, Jonathan? Do you remember that Jonathan was David's best friend? Well, before Jonathan died, he and David made a covenant with one another. Jonathan promised to help David and keep him safe from his father, and David made a promise to Jonathan. Jonathan said to David, May the Lord be with you as he has been with my father, but show me unfailing kindness like that of the Lord as long as I live, so that I may not be killed, and do not ever cut off your kindness from my family, not even when the Lord has cut off every one of David's enemies from the face of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David. Did you hear what David's part of the covenant was? Jonathan made David promise to never cut off his kindness from his family. Even when he would one day be king, Jonathan wanted David to remember him and his family. Well, David did. David remembered this promise that he had made to Jonathan. And one day as he was in the palace sitting on his throne, he said, Is there anyone still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? You see, even though King Saul had tried to kill David, David would still honor his covenant for his best friend, Jonathan. David did not know that when Jonathan died, he left behind a son, a five-year-old son named Mephibosheth. Can you say Mephibosheth? Mephibosheth was being watched by his nurse on the day that his father was killed. And when she heard the news that King Saul and Jonathan had been killed in battle, she picked him up and ran as fast as she could. But as she hurried to leave, she dropped him and he became crippled in both feet. Poor Mephibosheth. Not only did he lose his father that day in battle, he became a cripple who would struggle to walk for the rest of his life. Now, there was a servant of Saul's household named Ziba. They called him to appear before David, and the king said to him, Are you Ziba? Your servant, he replied. The king asked, Is there no one left of the house of Saul to whom I can show God's kindness? Ziba answered the king, There is still a son of Jonathan. He is crippled in both feet. Where is he? the king asked. Ziba answered, he is at the house of Machir, son of Amiel, in Lodabar. So King David had him brought from Lodabar, from the house of Machir, son of Amiel. When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. Now I wonder what Mephibosheth was thinking. Surely he was afraid that he was about to lose his life. 
He knew that his grandfather Saul had tried to kill King David. Maybe David would now take revenge on him, he thought. But Mephibosheth did not know that David had made a covenant with his father Jonathan. David said, Mephibosheth! Your servant, he replied. Don't be afraid, David said to him, for surely I will show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather Saul, and you will always eat at my table. What wonderful news! Mephibosheth could hardly believe it. He bowed down and said, What is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? Mephibosheth was so humbled by this news. He knew he had done nothing to deserve it. Then the king summoned Ziba, Saul's servant, and said to him, I have given your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and his family. You and your sons and your servants are to farm the land for him and bring in the crops so that your master's grandson may be provided for. And Mephibosheth, grandson of your master, will always eat at my table. Then Ziba said to the king, your servant will do whatever my lord the king commands his servant to do. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table like one of the king's sons. Mephibosheth had a young son named Micah, and all the members of Ziba's household were servants of Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem because he always ate at the king's table, and he was crippled in both feet. Dear Truth Seekers, was your heart touched by this story today? What is the truth we learn from this story? This was one of the kindest things David could have done to honor his best friend Jonathan and to honor the covenant he had made to his best friend. David was not about to forget the promise he had made. And just as David honored his covenant, so God honors his covenant to us. You see, we are all like Mephibosheth. When Adam and Eve disobeyed God, sin entered the world and everyone born since that time is affected by sin. We were born sinners. In a way, we too were crippled, but not physically like Mephibosheth, spiritually. We were separated from God alone and on our own, but just like King David sought out and looked for Mephibosheth, God sought us out. He came after us and he offered us the best gift of all, the forgiveness of our sins through Jesus' death on the cross. We no longer have to feel crippled by sin. Jesus forgives us and heals us and makes us clean. Not only that, but just like King David let Mephibosheth eat at the king's table for the rest of his life, our Heavenly Father has made a place in heaven at his heavenly table for us as well. He invites us into his family where we will never be alone or in need again. Isn't that such good news? I'm sure Mephibosheth had days where he thought he didn't matter or that his life would never amount to anything because he was crippled. He might have felt ashamed and embarrassed. People might have laughed at him and made fun of his crippled legs. But when David restored his father's land and home to him, he now belonged. He had the honor of eating with royalty every day at the king's table. His shame was removed and he was now a member of the royal family. 
Friends, there is no need for you to feel ashamed or unwanted or unloved when God is your father. He has healed you and called you his child. You are a child of the king. He invites you into his presence to sit at his feet and be loved by him. You are the beloved. Hold your head high for he places his glory upon you. This is the kindness of God. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in 2 Samuel chapter 9. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your kindness to us. We could never repay your kindness. We did nothing to deserve it or earn it, but because you have made a covenant with us, you will be faithful to keep your covenant. Right now, we ask that you would send your Holy Spirit to remove all the places in our hearts where we may still feel crippled. If there is shame or fear or anger or pride or feelings of being unloved, we ask that you would come in and heal all of those places with your loving kindness and grace. We thank you that because Jesus died for us, we can be forgiven and made whole. It is Jesus' righteousness. It is his healing, his peace, and his love that we receive. And we stand in that. You have placed robes of righteousness upon us and called us into your kingdom where we now have a home and a family where we belong. We receive it by faith. We can't see it, but we believe that you give it to us now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I want to thank you again for all your reviews for the podcast. Your reviews for the podcast help this podcast to be found by others so that they can hear the stories of the Bible and learn about God too. I want to take a moment and thank Yardina Lay who left a review. She said, I can't tell you how much I appreciate this podcast. To have somewhere to turn for engaging Bible stories in the car is just wonderful. Thank you so, so much for doing this. My four-year-old son is always fascinated hearing it, and I love listening as well. Thank you so much, Yardina. And to Jacob and Lila, they said, so thankful to have a podcast my daughter can listen and learn from. I really enjoy using the podcast as a tool to encourage and facilitate conversation with her regarding what it means to serve and live for Yahweh. Bonus feature, I enjoy listening and learning as well. Thank you so much for that. I'm so glad that the podcast has been a blessing to you. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I also want to let you know that as we approach the holidays and Christmas is upon us, that I have recorded an Advent series that we are going to begin on the first day of Advent, December 1st. So stay tuned because beginning December 1st, I will have our very first uh, podcast Advent episode where we're going to have 24 episodes counting the days till Christmas and each episode will be just a short episode of a Christmas reading and reflections on what it means as we remember Jesus coming and as we wait for his second coming. So tune in this December 1st where we will have our first Advent podcast episode. So thanks for joining me today and I'll talk to you soon.